His last name's Fine. Yeah. His last name's actually Fine. It's literally Fine, and and and, and that, his and his company's name is Fine Dining. I mean, does it get Come better on. than that? I mean, that you can't write this shit. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I'm Hallie O'Brien. And I'm Rich Stoner. And welcome to Beyond the Apre, where we sit down and stir it up with Ski Country's booziest business owners. We're talking to breweries. We're talking to distilleries. And just good old fun people like you and I, Hallie. That's what Apre's all about. It really is. That and nachos and tasty beer. Mm, and we have a lot of tasty beer coming up on this episode. A lot of tasty beer. That is not... An exaggeration. No, it's true. You'll Roadhouse. See the, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're spoiling us rotten. Yeah. And apparently, uh, unbeknownst to, I'm sure, a lot of people, you could actually take a roadie back in Jackson Hole, in Jackson Hole back in the day. That's right. I, I learned that today. I, I did learn that today. You, this, this show is so educational <laughs> that, like, you just, you have to take notes. You really do. Yeah. So Roadhouse Brewing out of Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Yep, and we have Gavin Fine on the show today, and he's, uh, I met him a couple years ago mm -hmm. at a, a Wyoming tourism event. Uh, really, I, actually, it was a great event. I usually judge my media events on how good the sliders are, mm. and this place, I, I have still yet to find a media event that has topped the sliders, and I wish I could remember the damn place I was at. It was someplace in New York City, which can't even go there anymore. Narrow it down, yeah. Yeah, that in really narrows it down. It was in, it was downtown. Okay. It was downtown. Oh yeah, that place. I'll um I'll remember. Maybe I'll let you know on a future future one. But yeah, so I met was him there. Was it a special slider? Like a special type of no, burger just, meat? It was perfectly cooked. It was um you know you know thick for a slider but still small. Okay. At the same time juicy, beautifully cooked. Uh, it was just it was outrageous. Cheese or no cheese? Oh, cheese. What yeah. kind of cheese? I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely I'm, curious I, about I, this. I really I don't, know why. I, I don't know, to be honest with you. I probably it probably is American. I mean, not that processed shit, but like, you know, like good old American. That's the best cheese you can have on a burger, in the my opinion. The processed? No, just oh. American cheese, but good yeah. American cheese. Yeah. I like cheddar. Mm. No, you're not a cheddar person? It has to be the right cheddar, and it has to be a lot of it, because I feel like it melts into the burger and just disappears. I can I can, I can, respect that. But anyway, we had a great guest today. <laughs> yeah. I digress. Yeah. This isn't the burger show, although maybe it could be. Well, no, it, it no, it's not. But the, the way that you and I are talking about the burger, I feel like is the way that Gavin approaches the way he he um, you know runs his restaurants and, and obviously the brewery is that totally. he's very very passionate about the food and about the drink about and, and the flavors just the, the flavors. whole the whole experience he yep. even described I think food and drink is euphoric and I was like yes yeah this my guy the, the, there were too Speaking many my language there was way too many syllables in that word for me to even understand but <laughs> yeah he's uh he he referenced his journals that like. I don't, I don't want to spoil too much of the interview because yeah. it really is such a great conversation, but you guys are really going to pick up on how passionate and how well-read or well-versed or well-fed. Experienced, I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well-fed, yeah. well experienced. He, um, he truly is, and it shows in all of his endeavors that he's currently involved with in Jackson Hole. Yeah, I mean, we run the gamut from European dining to upstate New York to Midwestern beer to Jackson Hole. And what's a Jenny? You guys will find yeah, out. Yeah, you'll find out. Well, listen, while you're listening to the show, as you know, if you've listened to our podcast before, which I hope you have, as you're listening, we like to play a fun old drinking game, providing you're not driving. Holding a baby. Operating or, a forklift. Or doing anything that could cause harm to you or others. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this week's word of the day 
that every time you hear you should take a drink is. All right, we're remixing it. Any movie reference, because there's a lot of them. So buckle up, buttercup. Yep. Get yourself some Roadhouse beers and sit back. And let's uh, drop into uh, our conversation with Gavin. Let's drop in. It could be fun. All right, so let's welcome, welcome, welcome. let's welcome Gavin Fine from uh, Fine Dining Restaurant Group. Is the is the complete, the complete and utter yes plus Roadhouse Brewing and pl- Company plus Roadhouse Brewing Roadhouse, Company. Roadhouse, more more importantly, Roadhouse Brewing Company today. Right, and and with that in mind, yeah. we have right in front of us mm-hmm. your ski themed beer from Roadhouse Brewing, which we're going to taste this one and a few others on the show today, right? Yes, we are. Yeah. So this is called for those of you who don't know, uh, this is called Loose Boots Apre IPA. And uh, if if there's anything that defines Après Ski, loose boots is definitely. If you're a skier, you know you know exactly what, what we're talking about here. I feel so bad for you guys. It sucks. Ski <laughs> boots are just the worst. Snowboard boots oh, are like slippers. It's true. She ride. You ride. You She's ride. a snowboarder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but take a look at look, take a look at those boots. By the way, you know you can interpret on that on the label there. You can interpret. I mean, it could be hard shell. You know, that could be snowboard boots. There. I Was agree. that done I intentionally? Yeah. It was done very intentionally, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree with the, you. The subtle touches in life, right? You know, you interpret your own. What I've always loved about yeah, your, yeah. your, um, your, the, the beers, not, I mean, obviously the beer is fantastic, but like the branding on, on your, on the bottles and the cans have always struck me as, as amazing. Like, the, you know, I'm looking at the can, I've seen the, I've seen the bottles too, where like, aren't your, aren't your bottle caps like, like almost like collector items? Yes, they were collector items. Correct. I remember That's that. That's so cool. Yeah, collected, yeah, like the first year we we launched it uh, in the bo- in bottles. Like if you collected all hundred different ones, it was like the old McDonald's Monopoly game. Then you got free beer for a, uh, every month for uh, for a year, essentially. But what? we don't do that. We don't do that right now. Oh. We did do that. That's we better than that the box year. tops we, education we did thing. That year one. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I, I always love that. And and if you look at the, it, well, actually, I guess not on this, but didn't like I, I feel like the 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 barcode was like was it was it the Tetons or something? Like it wasn't the barcode of the mountains, right? Yeah, it was the Tetons. Yeah, now we have a little simpler barcode, so we could get into some of those larger stores, so we could try to make some money. So sorry. All right. So Our this point. is um no, <laughs> I'm really gonna hold your barcode against you, Gavin. Yeah. Well, you know, it was kind of fun for a while, but people were like, "Oh, if you want us to sell this here, then you better you better straighten out." Yeah. All right. So this says only thing sweeter than a seamless run, than that seamless run down untouched backcountry pow are the stories that you'll tell sipping this Apre IPA with its cascading fate shot of richly proportioned hops. Knock it back and another, and still get home for dinner. I love it. Yeah. Pairs well with tired legs. Loaded nachos and slopeside live music. I think we just got his answers for a hot tub talk. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. All right. Well, I, let's not, let's stop talking about it. And let's drink it. Yes. Yeah. I'm going into. You guys got a little. This is we just we just made some. So this release is only during ski season, as you know. Yeah. So, uh, so basically, we um, this this comes out, you know, in a couple weeks right now. We we did uh, we did a run so we could send some samples all across the ski resorts and get all across. Uh, but this comes out for ski season only and then stops in the springtime. So, uh, but you know you kind of get that smell 
the 11 line, we're, we're trying to get you to sort of feel that Alpine feel, right? Yeah. So Pine, Alpine feel, it's, you know, it's two thirds Citra, a third Simcoe. Uh, the oats give it a little body for sure. Um, and, you know, we make this at 5% alcohol. So like we said, you can still drive home and sort of get home after you've kicked it off. And, um, but cheers, I can, uh, kind of cheers. And I've got my loose boots cup here, which I'll get to send you. So oh, sort of like a brand yeah. Nice. We need, we need those. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers to you, Gavin. Yeah. Right. You're, you're cheers. spot on. I get on the nose. You get that little piney scent and with the, with the almost like, like you said, lemon, I think. Yeah. You're you know, there's something about, you know, when you get off the hill, Oh, that's and really that good. Smell, and that smell, uh, that lemon, lime, and pine, um, and like you kind of, you kind of, when you get down the trees in the mountains, and then you're out there in the fresh air in these amazing mountain towns, whether it's Jackson Hole or somewhere in Colorado, you know, Utah, Montana, Mountain Creek, Idaho, New Jersey. You know, that exactly very similar, <laughs> right off the uh, whatever the, the Alps the, of the East, the, yeah. the Jersey Pike, the Jersey Pike there. You know, but there's something about that smell when we're out there, you know, as we all know, uh, skiing and that smell of the snow and just fresh air. And so we're just trying to, you know, as you practice and you smell it, you really have the same, you know, it just continues that aroma uh, and that euphoria. You know, there's nothing better always in a great day of skiing, as we all know. Absolutely. Uh, and being and being outside. So um, th- that's really where we're going. Um, just like anything else, uh, the quick aromas. You know, we eat and we taste. Um, obviously, your first thing that hits us is our nose for our senses, whether it's uh, drinking wine or beer or eating food. Uh, so that quickly translates to our brain uh, and, and gets that sort of insane, uh, unbelievable, you know, sort of euphoric feeling of a great day, uh, whether it was a powder day, whether it was just a bomber day, bluebird day, whatever it is. Uh, we're hoping that we're having these conversations while we're eating whether it is nachos, slope side, listening to some music, uh, or some vegetarian thing. I don't want to leave anybody out. Or- vegetarian nachos. <laughs> That's very nice of you. Yeah, exactly. Vegan I nachos. Know. Uh, um, well, listen, I, I know you had said, now I've had this, I'll, I'll never forget this. You and I were at a, a Wyoming tourism event. I guess it was probably two falls ago, and that's where I first met you. And I was doing a ski-themed beer story at the time and you and I were talking That's so we're, different we, for you yeah I know it's really out of out of the uh out of my comfort zone <laughs> and um I, you and I were talking and I was like hey you know we were drinking some roadhouse and I said do, do you have do you guys have a ski themed beer and, and you got real excited your smile on your face ear to ear you pulled out the phone you showed me the the graphic for loose boots so I've had this on a few occasions now prior to you coming on this recording right now you had said that you think this was the best version and I've had having had this for probably the last two or three years now. You're right. This is this oh, is oh my god! This is unbelievable. This is definitely the best it. version that I've had of this. 100. percent Cool. Uh, I, well, we kicked we kicked the alcohol down a half a percent. Uh, number one, it was at five and a half. Uh, we've kicked it down to five percent going into this year. Uh, and I think that uh, you know we tweaked. Obviously, we were always sort of two thirds, one thirds for the citrus Benko, so the give or take. Uh, your thirds and your two thirds, you know, somewhere in that range. Um, and just the oats, I think we've, we've dialed that in. Um, and we've also dialed the water in, you know, we have a reverse osmosis system in our brewery where, um, you know, we can dial in the pH level, the hardness, softness of the water. So if we're making a pilsner and trying to sort of mimic that German water, essentially, or making an IPA, uh, you dip, you want different hardness and softness and pH. So I think we've dialed that in as well. 
Uh, and I don't know. I just, there's something about maybe just kind of yapping with you and, you know, going reverse them, you know, in our minds, like we're talking about it before. So now it also kind of takes better, I think. So as we're reminiscing back on the top of the world there in New York, while we were, <laughs> you know, where were we in some glass house? Like where, where, it was, was oh my God, I got to think of the name of the restaurant. It was, stand, it was so weird, wasn't it? It was like a standard. Where were we? It was kind of funny because it was like a Wyoming tourism thing. And so it was meant yeah. to kind of showcase Wyoming yeah. and they were serving lobster rolls, which is obviously indigenous yeah. to the area. <laughs> Yeah, snake river lobster. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I'd like. I think dialing it back a little bit on the the alcohol percentage, it, it has a, a a lighter a lighter mouthfeel. I mean, th- this could be really dangerous because I I took one sip and I'm about third of the pint down. So it it, it's really good. You can get a little loose with this one. Yeah, I, I I love it because it it is so drinkable. To your point, you know that session IPA. That's kind of my wheelhouse for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it's it is. Um, it, it, it is exactly what I think, um, you know, what you're trying to, you're trying to move your ankles again, right? You're trying to wiggle your toes. Again. Feel my feet. Uh, you know, you're trying to feel your feet essentially right after that. Um, you know, you want this little hot punch that's going on. Um, uh, but yeah, I think, you know, we, we, we've, we've sort of dialed in that little, little bit of a malt backbone, but not too much. So you can keep coming back for two, three, four more. Yeah. Uh, so and, make, make yourself. Home. And I feel like so, the, the, the nose carries through to the taste buds. Like you got, I got that piney lemony scent right off the bat, like literally as you open the can. And then as you kind of, you get that, that flavor, uh, right. You know, definitely as it, as it, you know, as you take your first sip, it's, I, it's always been one of my favorites, but like I said, I think this might be, this might be the best version of it. So I asked for recommendations for our gear and beer episode and a couple of people in the comments were all about loose boots. So I was really excited kind of, Tease them a bit about you being on the show and uh, us That's getting cool. to try some. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we'll send you some more. Oh, we'll please do. Yes. More. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you got to go, you got to, you know. You get the I got to have feeling. it authentically. That's, you know, like anything, you know, I do, I do firmly believe in, in surroundings and place makes it, you know, it's like if you go to Tuscany and you have a, <laughs> you're sitting in a vineyard and you have a, you have a glass of wine there and you have the same glass in the middle of the winter in my apartment in Jackson Hole. You know, it's a, it doesn't it'll taste, taste the a same. lot better. It'll <laughs> taste a lot better there than it will be in Jackson midwinter, like us drinking whatever that wine is and sitting in that vineyard. Same thing with this is, is like, you know, we, we need to transport you to a, a pile of snow or a little bluebird sitting outside listening to some music. It does taste better, um, obviously, in the right environment. So I hope to see you this winter. Uh, we'll, we'll see if we can make that happen. I, I have to. I have to run that by my wife and three daughters. But we'll uh, <laughs> bring them along. You know, my my CEO and uh, and yeah. uh, and then the board of trustees. But yeah, we can. Uh, we'll make them come out too. You have a lot of people to answer to. I know it's tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what happened. I have. I'm, I'm in a house full of women. You lucky. You lucky man. You. It is true. I am. I. I having having daughters. There's no. There's nothing better. I. I. I think if I had a son, he might actually hate me. <laughs> <laughs> Or he'd just be stealing your beer stash. It's true. Yeah. Maybe I'd hate him. <laughs> Don't count out your daughters, though. Oh, uh, that's true. <laughs> they know where the goods are. They could pour a good beer. As that's, you, that's true. My daughters can pour said. a good beer. That's true. And they're and they're no older than 11. When I first moved here, actually, 25 years ago, uh, the drinking age was still 18. Uh, it was one of the few states. Um, it switched, I think, a couple years when I lived here. But it was still like there was like a couple states that uh, 18 was the drinking age. Uh, now everything's 21, I know, but like, uh, in theory, and, and you used to be able to, 
another little known fast fact about the great state of Wyoming here. Uh, you could legally drink and drive. Really? Without being legally all the drive through. It was like, you know, I, I grew up in Chicago. I went to school in, uh, in, in upstate New York. And then coming here, you legally could drink and drive. You couldn't be intoxicated above the legal limit, but you could have an open beer in your coffee, whatever, center <laughs> console and drive with it. This is in uh, 1995. Well, obviously before that, too, 95. I think it changed in like 98 or something like that, where you could not legally drink and drive. I know That's this is not crazy. the podcast. I know this is not the podcast is about, but it was um, it was unbelievable. I, I, I graduated college, moved out here when I was 21. It was like the coolest thing in the entire world. Dangerous, albeit, but uh, but yes, that that rule has now changed. Oh my so. god! Yeah. So how how did you wind up picking Jackson Hole? Yeah, yeah. You, well, tell us a little bit about I'm that. Just, I uh, I wanted to be a professional ski bum. Um, nice. And I and I failed. You know, I sort of succeeded first, you know, the first year or so. Um, and now, um, but that was, that was it. I came out here. I had seen the Tetons uh, and I said, I'm just going to get my car and, uh, and, and drive out to Jackson for a year, a couple of years, be a ski bum. I actually, to, um, I actually skied and then I decided while I was here that I'd pick up snowboarding. So I did, I learned, I was like, I might as well learn a new sport. So I never had snowboarded. So then I snowboarded. Um, so this is an equal opportunity podcast. Here. There we go. We're all about uh, that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so then I snowboarded and picked up snowboarding. So I snowboarded for, uh, and it was awesome. And uh, no offense to skiing at that time, but they hadn't made these like cooler, bigger skis at that point. So, and Jackson's got some uh, deep pal. So uh, I was in heaven learning how to board so i boarded for 10 years plus um and then i had kids and so then i would i would when they were little i'd put them on my backpack i'd have my snowboard and i was trying to teach them and, and i would like it was too tough because you were locked in trying to hold them they didn't let the kids at that point snowboard you had to teach them to ski at first they didn't put them on board and so then it was like i was getting all twisted up like with my all locked in on a snowboard so then I would like bring a pair of skis, leave them at the base of the hill, come down, drink a loose beer. It's not a loose beer, but a different <laughs> beer at that point. <laughs> and then switch switch out of my snowboard to skis so I could take my little toddlers up and, and hold them oh. so I could have both my feet, you know, available to hold them. And then right. I was like, oh, someone's like, well, they make cool skis now. You could try it out again. And I did. So now I, now I ski. So you, the reality is, is I'm actually, I'm working towards being a really good ski bum again. Uh, so I'm 46. So like, I'm, I am, I'm, I'm like, I'm by 50. I'm hoping to get my ski bum life back again. So. <laughs> there you go. So you I had the kids here. in a back in, in your backpack? Back. Well, you know, those little like the, like the Bjorn type know. things, right? I, I just remember, I'm, th yeah, I'm yeah. thinking like right. Luke, I'm thinking like Luke Skywalker with Yoda. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, know. I don't know if I wear my Star Wars shirt or not. I'm a, I'm a Star Wars fan. Yes. Um, totally, a thousand percent. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and then he uh, and then he's levitating, right? Yeah, that exactly. Yeah. yeah, I got it. In the marsh, you're like yeah, the Luke Skywalker of ski bumps. <laughs> and then he brings up, uh, yes, I, uh, I wish. <laughs> All right, so wish, so you you grew up in yeah. Chicago. Yeah. Right. Uh, and you said you went to school in New York, upstate New York. Where uh, I I know I read this, but where where did you go again? 
Cornell. Cornell. And what, and what was, and you were, what was your focus? Obviously it wasn't ski bum uh, one-on-one. Yeah. It was not. No, the little mountain in Ithaca sucks. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, but we did used to have gym class that we could go ski there, by the way. Nice. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. It was like 45 minutes away. I forgot the name of the thing, the hill, uh, there. Um, yeah, I, I focused on food and drink. That was my whole life. Okay. Like, so I, like since a little kid, like I could tell you, like, you know, that was all my whole life was eating and drinking. Uh, and then when it became legal at 21, I, uh, <laughs> it was fair. It was fair game. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, well Hallie and I are yeah. firm believers that that's what life is all about, eating and drinking. Mm-hmm. Everything all else kind of fits in the middle. What, it's a thousand percent what life is about. I mean, like, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed still with eating and drinking. That's all that it is. Uh, and I grew up in Chicago. Uh, drinking crappy beer that I didn't know was crappy beer, uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, but I grew up, you know, like a lot of us, obviously, you know, whatever the cheapest thing we could grab, um, Keystone and, Ice, uh, you know. Oh, I know it well. Oh. Yeah, are you kidding me? Ice House, all yeah, of you get like a thirty oh. pack then, for five dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then in upstate New York was Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. Like, they they oh served uh, Jenny thirty six packs, right? Thirty six packs Light. of Jenny Light. What like is that? Bucks. It's, yeah, it's yeah. six more than a 30-pack. Well, what? <laughs> <laughs> but I've never yeah. heard of Jenny. Uh, Genesee. Genesee Gen- Light. Gen- oh. It's in upstate New York. It's an upstate New York thing. The only reason I know it is because I went to college in New York, and yeah. when the, my one buddy who, who was from upstate New York, his parents would come down for, like, tailgates, oh. and they'd always roll up with, like, a 36-pack of Genesee Light. It was, it was, that was, like, what we got. It was the cheapest keg we could buy at the place as well. It was, like... But it was like it foamed out. I remember it was like just like we, we you paid nothing, but you lost a third of the keg. So like foam, <laughs> yeah. That was like that wouldn't even pour as well. Um, but yeah, and then I'm a Cubs fan, as you can see behind me. Uh, so I would go, and they have a beer called Old Style in Chicago. I don't know if you know about Old Style. So I, I don't. Uh, it's a, it was only served at Wrigley Field for a while. Uh, it was owned by. Um, I think the PBR people at one point made made in Wisconsin. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then I, uh, but then I got into European beers actually and started to drink. Uh, once I got into co- in college and then I came out here and started restaurants and I really got into um, some really cool sort of Belgians and like just learning to sort of slowly drink a beer and, um, you know, high octane, high alcohol sort of, you know, eating and drinking together, beer stuff, and uh, was super, super into that world. I started the first restaurant I started was the French Bistro, so uh, I was I found all these different cool Belgians and beers from Europe that I tried to get into to Jackson Hole. Well, so didn't you spend a little time after college in Europe? Yes, I, I I studied over there in Spain and Italy and France. So what what's the connection between that and and like what you're doing in in Jackson Hole today? Well, I've opened up a restaurant. When I was over there, I wrote a couple of business plans that um, that obviously had to do with that. So I was, I wrote a business plan about opening a little French bistro and then on Italian Osteria. Um, and uh, in my time, um, I actually still have the journal that's over there. I'm actually staring at it across my office. I have a journal because I was by myself and I would write every day about like eating and drinking and pairing food and beer and wine. Uh, and then also just like, watching the culture of like how cool it was. I mean, don't get me wrong. I had a good time in college. 
having fun and drinking <laughs> going out. Uh, but like, I just saw like the, the awesome sort of, um, the socialization of, and I mean, obviously now during COVID, like tougher, especially more on the East coast than here, but, you know, going out to eat and sort of that, that celebration of life and breaking bed, bread together. Um, it's just like, was, I, I fell in love, you know, earlier when I was a kid, sort of seeing the theater of it all in Chicago, like I grew up in the city and uh, Richard Melman from Let Us Entertain You has a bunch of restaurants, a restaurant company. So, you know, just seeing that whole amazing ability of like the what, how, what, how sort of food and drink can bring people together and across the table, you know, treaties were made like, you know, peace, war, all these things have occurred like over meals and, and food and drink. Uh, and if you, if you think about it as we get older, right, like it's probably the most you know, uh, private thing that we do in public, right? So like we're born in the womb and we're at home and, you know, you're learning all these things from your, you know, whether your caregivers or your parents or whatever it is. And then that's such a private thing that you learn inside of your home. And then you go out into public and we've all learned different things of what's, you know, eating and drinking. And then you're out there and then you're out in the, in the public. And so it's all this, everybody brings all of these things that they've learned out into restaurants and bars and food and drink. And it's, uh, you know, it's been an awesome journey sort of being a part of that. So, but the best part is still, you know, what, you know, I got the greatest job in the world where, you know, to learn more, you have to eat and drink more. Right. That's the homework. (laughs) (laughs) That's the research. It's like the best, job in the world is, is like all right well you want to figure that out okay or you want to smell that hop all right you got to go to that farm or you want to you want to learn what, where that ingredient comes from you know with food all right you go there and then you gotta be like all right let's let's just test them out and drink and go. that's awesome definitely i love it yeah. i love the journals have you tapped into those lately walk down memory I, lane i have you know um, i'm a huge hospitality guy and like sort of that the experience and like how you feel, like I was talking about like euphoric feelings ahead of eating or drinking something and where you are and like a sense of place. And so, you know, I truly believe our beer tastes better. It's like, especially if it's opened by somebody that's really psyched to open the beer at whatever bar you're at or pour the beer, like your beer is going to taste better if the bartender or somebody um, or the store person at the at the liquor store or whatever is uh, your beer is just going to taste better because you had that whole hospitality experience prior to that. Um, and then the brand, like if you have like this affinity for the brand, you feel good about the brand. We're a B Corp as well, which is kind of there's not a lot of us out there um, do a lot of sustainable things. So you're going to feel better about that product if you have this. Um, I think we all want to know where where everything comes from. Um, now and, and that we're supporting companies that uh, are, you know we're giving money to anybody whether it's going into a, a pen shop, a gallery, a restaurant, a bar, whatever. We're giving money to people um, that are doing good with it and treating people well. I think we all want that. Now we all have awesome choices out there, whether it's on the internet or or out wherever you live. To you know, people are doing awesome stuff. You know the bar of, of doing mediocre and anything is really just not there anymore. So everybody's doing really good. Right. And there's a ton of good restaurants, ton of good beers out there, but you have to feel good about um, who you want to give your money to. So I think that's a big part of, of, of what we got going on as well. And the culture we try to create inside of a brewery uh, with our people, the way we take care of them. So 
Um, well, you bring yeah. up a great point too, is that like, I yeah. feel like as people, as people and businesses and everything like get better, it forces everyone else to get better. Like if you don't get better, you're out. Right. Yeah. So like, gone. so, yeah. you know, if you, you know, you're obviously you're putting out, you're putting out a great product. So that's going to make, you know, your, whether it's the food or the beer, like I'm trying to think there's, there's what a couple other breweries in, in, in Jackson hole too, as well. Snake yeah, river and Melvin. And they're all they're, I mean, yeah, you guys are all job. award winners. They're yeah. all, and they're all, you're yeah. all pushing each other to be better. And I'm sure you're all, yeah kind of a, have a great relationship, you know, for that, for that cause. Right. Yep. They do. Everybody does a great job. I mean, we're lucky in Jackson. Thank you. was amazing. That was when I moved here, that was ahead of its time, you know, to be honest, like 95, like that thing was going on. Like that, like craft beer, like wasn't really existing. And the Jackson hole, like that, like that's like, that was pretty, um, excuse me. I just burped. I'm drinking at one thirty. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they're like the old OGs, um, yeah. right? They're like the OGs at Jackson Hole. Yeah, no, it's impressive. That's like pioneer shit, man. That's like right on. <laughs> I, mean, I think like, like I'll say it's like go back and like Dogfish Head, all these, you know, like these, you know, the, you know, East right, Coast, right, right, right. Like, don't, you know, it doesn't go back much before that. You know? Sierra like, Nevada, you know? the New Belgium, yeah. like New Belgium. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So how I many, how, how many. To a rad podcast with the Sam Adams guy. Did you listen to that? That was pretty cool. No, I didn't. Which one is it? I'll send it to you. All right. Um, yeah, it was super cool. Like he was just selling. He was just. He started it with like his assistant, um, and he was just going bar to bar and selling it. This is like in the seventies as well. So yeah, I'll send it to you. Yeah, they do a good job. They're. Too, I've been on that brew tour a number of times. They do a nice yeah. job up there. How many? How many um, properties do you operate today? I know you. You mentioned the two, the French and and the Osteria. What? And obviously, there's the. Yeah. You have a roadhouse. So how many you how many are you up to? So we have we have six restaurants. Okay. Um, and then we have like three also brand companies. We also started an ice cream company and a sausage company. So craft ice cream company, craft beer company, craft sausage company. So um, and we distribute <laughs> right now. Yeah. So uh, we distribute and we do a lot of cool stuff like go to events and do bratwurst and beers and do you know like sort of sausages and beers. Oh my God. So we'll have both the products that are there. Um, so we started and it, we're all in sort of like, you know, this super regional brand is kind of, um, you know, these mountain West states uh, where we distribute um, all those products as well. And they all just stemmed out of, they're all organic. I mean, this thing started in the back of the restaurant. Like most people, you know, we had a, a pool room. I think I told you that night, probably in, in New York at the weird place where we were. for that <laughs> whole thing. <You> know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, we, um, yeah, this started, we had like 400 feet, 400 square feet in the, off the bar. And it was a pool table uh, that, uh, and at the roadhouse, the old roadhouse, the old key roadhouse restaurant that was right by the- That, was the, bar, that was the barbecue place, right? And so that was the original roadhouse, the OG there on that. And then uh, we had this, you know, we were like, ah, we had free pool that was there and pool keys got busted and people would like, you know, throw, there would be fights and people would throw this shit. And so we're like, fuck it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> like, You're good. Sorry, I can't say that. Uh, and we were like, they're like, yeah, whatever. We can't do this anymore. Those like windows are broken. All right, let's pull it out. And so like, we were just doing everything from scratch. And anyway, we're like, all right, let's just like make some beer. Um, and it's like, let's tear, let's take this out. It's right off the bar. Like I can, we can see this glass, see a couple tanks. And, you know, literally, like, this is back in 2012 and 13, we're like, all right, let's make some beer. So I had a buddy that um, 
was that guy the contractor and he loves beer <laughs> so, so we were like all right I, I didn't know how to make beer you know at all you know i just knew how to drink it and taste it and like sort of knew like i was like and uh i'm like all right we're gonna make some beer back there and then luckily uh i played soccer uh, uh and with this guy who was a brewer and then he introduced me who now is my partner this guy colby cox so he and I, he was he grew up uh in delaware actually working at dogfish head and he had moved to jackson and i was like and so instead of like really struggling through the that process you know he and i teamed up and um you know he taught me everything about making beer and he he was brewmaster um and so we partnered up and we started making beer in this like you know a little seven barrel newland system uh in the back there uh and we just made it we took our taps in our restaurant to 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 um 20 taps we had just like a five tap system or 10 tap. I can't remember. We took the 20 taps and we just started making beer in the back there uh, and selling it at the restaurant. And slowly but surely, you know, like it caught on. And there's only a couple of us here in Jackson. At that point, Melvin wasn't even here right. yet. Uh, and so um, so then I started selling, we started selling beer out of the back of my Subaru Outback to like all the restaurants <laughs> around Jackson because everybody was like, you know, you got local everywhere you got local local products people want to drink it local beer so next thing you knew the mangy moose or the bars and so we would just sell kegs we would make some more kegs uh and then we would like make beers for people that was like a thai restaurant we would make like a cool like we would just do a run of like six to eight kegs of uh and for this awesome thai restaurant in town and um and then i mean that's how it started like all of these things started like super organically and then obviously we started like, all right, is this a hobby or um, are we going to try to sort of make a run at it and build a, a production facility, which we, we ended up doing, um, obviously, about three three years ago. Uh, but, yeah. I love the this story. The original part yes, of it was, it was awesome. And that's how the beer and the ice cream – I mean, that's how the sausage and the ice cream started, too. Is, started just is the sausage place – is that the place called Bovine and Swine? Yeah, that's our I love place. that name. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get better than Bo- bovine and swine. I saw that on. I was like, I gotta be there. Like, that's where right. I need to be right now. That's so yeah. cool. Well, well, it's pretty literal, and the ice cream company is called Cream and Sugar. So, <laughs> yeah. I got a name really, for this one. Not, not guys. I've got it. There, so. Oh, that's great, though, yeah. and it's so cool to see that you matched up with people that bring the strengths that they bring because you have such a select and special set of skills like Liam Neeson, (laughs) you know, know, so you guys all come together and, um, you know, we're going to go Star Wars reference again that we can go. Oh no, that was a taken reference. Yeah. I was going to say, I know we're going back to Star Wars. We might be, uh, God, give me a minute. I'll I'll come up with something. (laughs) Star Wars is not my strength. You're like Mace Windu with a purple lightsaber. Wow. You're good. Wow. I don't even know what that means. Jeez. So, Mace so um, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, so yeah. Samuel L. Jackson was asked by yeah. George Lucas to play the part of of a Jedi in 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 um, one of the. I guess I can't remember what what uh, I guess it's episode. It might be episode one actually. <laughs> really putting you on the spot here. And uh, he told them, he goes, "I will only do this part if you let me have a purple lightsaber." And George Lucas is like, "All right, well, we've never had that, but sure." Like, and sure enough, that's like so he did the part. Does that he, mean he, he's like half good, half bad? No, he's he's all good. Oh, he's all he's good. Samuel L. Jackson, he's yeah. the best. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Um, so you wait. You said Colby, Col- your partner Colby Cox worked at yeah. at um, I'm sorry, Dogfish, uh, Dogfish Head. They, they, that's awesome. Like I had no idea. So they, I mean, they just celebrated. I think their 25th anniversary this year, uh, if I yep. if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. So he, that's some he, that's he, some good pedigree right there. Yeah, 
work with Sam Calgione. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, those. So we, you know, a couple of our beers are sort of based off of a couple of sort of base recipes from there back in the day. But yeah, he was a seller rat for a while, worked his way up, and um, but yeah, but he he kind of was a you know kind of like on the brew recipe on the recipes essentially, and now uh, we've got a really talented brewer by the name of uh, <clears throat> Max Schaefer, who's unbelievable. Another Chicago boy, by the way. Oh, there you so, go. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's our head brewer now. So, um, but yeah, so Colby sort of passed on, um, his sort of OB one to, uh, Luke. Uh, there we go. Star Wars there. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, Sticking usually, with us. Usually, usually the student becomes better than the master. Right. So, I like it. So. Um, should we, speaking of which, should we, yeah. should we try another one? I know I haven't finished this one, but, yeah. but, uh, which, which one do you my, recommend? My, where do you, my empty growler. I'm my empty crawler. I'm just <laughs> yeah. so. Where do you, where do you want to go next? Um, where, uh, to a land far, far away. I'm just going to keep going with Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Galaxy um, far, far yeah, away. Galaxy. Maybe, galaxy um, far away. like, well, uh, Tatooine. Know, I mean, I think Tatooine. Yeah. How random is that? <laughs> um, Natalie, Natalie, Natalie Portman now. That's, That's right. There you go. Yeah. That was an impressive addition. Okay. Do you have Highwayman in front of you? I, I do. I can get Highwayman in front of me. What else do you want in front? I mean, whatever. Just grab a beer. That's like you know. We well, I just yeah. Don't overthink it, man. Don't overthink it, man. <laughs> so I like this one too. This is going to be pretty sessionable as well, correct? Mm. Yeah. So um, yeah, we could go there, and then we'll go um, family vacation and Wilson. Oh wow! Um, but yeah, so um, I guess I'm Ubering home. Is, <laughs> well, you could just take a sip. I mean, <laughs> yeah, lush. I said no one ever. Yeah, is one speed. Yeah. He's going home to four women. So, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, the Highwayman is uh, is really cool. So we didn't have like sort of a, a Pilsner sort of lighter drinking this. And then the family vacation um, are, are two sort of lighter sort of style beers, essentially. Family vacation kind of goes in the cream ale category. Uh, and uh, and then sort of Highwayman's in a Pilsner. Highwayman is a, an ode to... Actually, the guy who built uh, the original brewery, uh, who has since passed away, unfortunately, um, and he was a sort of a local hockey legend here in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. His face is on the back that there. His name's Joe oh, yeah. Casey. Yeah, and so he loved um, the Highway Men, which is uh, those uh, Chris Kostafferson, and um, you know that was the ode to that. This truck here is our sort of delivery. We bought. He had an old red. Um, Chevy and our uh, goal was when he passed was to buy this and sort of be the, be the beer delivery truck around town instead of my old beat up Subaru. Uh, <laughs> you know, this is three on a tree. So not many people can drive this thing, especially in the winter time. Three on a tree. So, wow. You know, you know, three on a tree. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And so it's a dangerous, um, it's a, it's a dangerous proposition. It's a stick shift on a column. Winter. Yeah. So it's not it's not um, down here. It's on. It's actually yeah. on the column. Oh, yes, yeah, so a three yeah. speed wow. on, on the on on. Yeah, it's it's not easy. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's not easy. So we decided that it would be a liability for it to be the delivery <laughs> vehicle. So it's since not been. That. So you actually uh, have the that, truck. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. my God, that's fantastic. That's so cool. Production brewery. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I love how this guy. Do. I love how this guy's picture on the can is like his beard is all shaded out. Yeah, and one tooth. Missing. And one tooth yeah, is like missing. Hockey, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. The hockey player. I may yeah. be a single drop of rain, so. but I will remain the highwayman. Yeah. Yep. So this one, uh, uh, oh boy. 
This one pairs with a cabin on the river, wild mushrooms, and light fuse getaway. Enjoy with people All whom right. you love. All right. Let's so, do it. Let's do it. Um, and as you know, the sort of Pilsner lager category sort of is getting pretty, you know, people are kind of coming back around yeah. uh, to some some lighter style beers for sure. Um, IPA still is the number one seller, but um, uh, in our, in our Wilson, our Wilson is our number one seller still, but um, the other categories are, are making their way back up. Um, as we call it, really good yellow beer. Yeah. <laughs> You know the color is not that much different too, which is what struck me yeah. with the with the IPA. I was surprised to see it be as light. And then when you described oh, like I, the lemon and the citrus and that stuff, I was, oh okay, that makes sense. Right, well, cheers again. <laughs> cheers. Cheers to you, Gavin. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Uh, so this beer, Ooh, obviously, that's good. Yeah, good. I'm not much of a Pilsner fan usually. I love Pilsners. Sometimes nice. I feel like they could be a little tinny. I don't know if that's the right. <laughs> No, That's this, a word no so one you uses get, like, to describe beer. Yeah. <laughs> but this no, is if very, you're driving, very good. If, if you're describing beer as tinny, it's probably not. You should probably stop drinking. Yeah, it's it. probably that Jenny that goes stuff. Back to that, Jen- <laughs> <laughs> that shitty Jenny stuff. But this is good. It's got like a you know like a nice almost bready sweetness to it. Correct. Bready sweetness. So this we just we just launched this in 16s in a six pack, uh, and also we sell these in singles as well. So like uh, you know people a big thing at the you know if you go around like twenty twos. Like 16s or 22s, yeah. So these are in singles as well. So um, if you're gra- grabbing a big single and walking around, one thing that's pretty cool about Jackson Hole Mountain Resort is uh, you can walk around with an open container. Uh, so you can walk around the village and not be worried. And apparently probably. put it in your cup holder and drive with it. Yeah, vroom, vroom. Not <laughs> 25, 25 years. Not anymore. No, this is a good one. And it's, what is it, 4%? Yeah, yeah nice, 4%. easy, drinkable beer. Mm-hmm. When we uh, when we were launching in the state of Utah, um, they were looking for a really cool four percent. Now, since um, so the state of Utah has you know, to, to be on draft. Uh, now you're five percent or under, but before the rule was four percent or under to be on draft in a bar, which you know people think that they have weird laws and they sort of do, but they sort of don't. You can sell any beer into the state of Utah, but to be on draft in a bar. Uh, you had to be four percent, and that yeah. just changed a year year ago to five percent. I was going to uh, say that had to be the, recent that that changed because yeah. I I always thought it yeah. So we made a beer uh, that people they were looking for really something really cool out of Jackson, obviously, um, as well. That was a four percent. So um, uh, it's been you know highly successful, obviously uh, all across um, all the highways, if you will. <laughs> uh, but. Um, but if you take that, and then I think we should go right to the family vacation. Do you have that with you? I do. We might have to drink this one out of the can, but that's okay. We only have one pint oh, glass. Sorry. Now, I have ha- I've actually had this one. I have not had the highway, man, but I've had the family vacation. Yeah. I've had a few of them yep. with you, actually. A cream. Yes, we had family vacation, yeah. So um, so the family vacation and the Wilson um, were our first two. This is, this is the OG. Uh, this is the first beer, first beer that we made. That sounds great. It's like you <laughs> it's like amplified. It, <laughs> it just echoes. It echoes. I know. He heard it all the way in Jackson Hole, folks. <laughs> I, I, I did. There was something about that snap there that was like, pretty good. I'm a trained professional. Yeah. Not gonna I'm lie, isn't Genesee a cream ale? 
Genesee is a cream ale. All right, don't, so this is got, this has got to be this one's for Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> this is for Jenny. Jenny is a friend. Jenny. Jenny. Yeah. So you know, honestly, this is our sort of uh, this is our ode to sort of where we live, essentially. Um, obviously, it's super crisp and light, and um, you know, we use some American Pilsner malt in this. But however, if you take a look at the the logo, this is really where like okay, Teton National Park, uh, Yellowstone. Road trips. Are are we there yet? You know, are we there yet? And mom or dad or uncle or aunt need a beer. And so pack in the car on the family vacay. And when you're in there, you're just like, you know, I can't wait for the beer. Once I, I feel like I feel like uh, Chevy, Chevy Chase, Chase should be at the uh, at Chase. the at the wheel. Right? right. Got it. It's a, it's a van. It's an old school like uh, I get like the was those old school VW, VW vans, yeah. right? Like a mystery yep. machine kind of uh, mm-hmm. Scooby Doo type thing so with that as well we <laughs> so because we're, we're we like our icons we now if we go once events are now not happening but we have an old vw bus that is our event van that basically <laughs> all the created, cars yes. that we put uh that we put our taps in the back so when we go to events or oh we God, go to gdf awesome. or we go and we pour out of the back with there that's um, awesome there's so, a there's a beer garden in asbury park new jersey that has a, a similar, like one of those similar van, and they they have they've basically opened up the side of it, and it's got X number of taps coming out the side. So you just kind of walk to the window, and they and they you know they they pull the handle right there. It's pretty cool. I love that concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so that was uh, that 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 was like sort of didn't happen right away, but uh, we did we did sort of purchase that once we were going to events and and doing that. But it was uh, that was a big. This was you know. This and the Wilson is kind of what put us on the map, essentially, um, as we kept um, growing our world here. So, so what what I find pretty cool is now we've tasted three, the Loose Boots, the Highwayman, and the Family Vacation, all three very approachable beers, but yet mm-hmm. very, but still very tasty, obviously. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd be down with any one of these. Uh, we are. Yeah, well, we are. We currently are. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, Thank we're, you we're currently much. triple fisting. <laughs> so this is an ode to um you know there's a you know obviously um imitation is the highest form of flattery i i, I believe um so this is an ode to sort of a, a brewery called new glarus brewing company oh spotted wisconsin cow. spotted spotted, spotted cow. cow yep and so when we were sort of uh um a brewer and and colby when we were sort of making this beer that was going to be you know, sort of our lighter beer to sort of sort of launch the light beer sort of line. Essentially, it was an ode to the spotted cow, which had some body to it, um, had um, some flavor to it, but um, you still felt like you were you were drinking a a, a lighter style. So, I, don't hate me because I know you're a Chicago guy, but I am I am yeah. a huge Packers fan. Um, what the? Yeah, sorry, man. Thanks for joining us. It was a great <laughs> it was conversation. Great, great talking to you, Gavin. <laughs> Uh, no, but listen now. Quick. Now that just means we now have like football games to watch uh, via you know, a few thousand miles away. But but that said, so the the reason look at his face. He <laughs> is so, so disappointed. Gonna, are you from Green Bay? From I am not from Green from Bay. I grew up for whatever reason when I was growing up. My mother like my mother always talked to me about Vince Lombardi. I don't know why. I don't. I think my grandfather maybe have like like liked Vince Lombardi. And Vince Lombardi is actually buried in a cemetery right by where I live. And so she always talked about him growing up. So I just became a Packers. I mean, I've been a Packers fan since like the the Magikowski days when they really sucked. And <laughs> um, 
so so I, I guess last it was probably two winters ago. I went out to I went out to Lambo, which was amazing. And I, I'm he's I'm, not buying it. No, he's not buying. It. <laughs> I went out to so this not dude, amazing. This dude sits out, sits next to me, and uh, at, at, at this tailgate, right? And he's got this guy and his wife, and and uh, my my wife and I are sitting there, and he's like. He's like, have you had spotted cow? And I was like, no, I haven't had spotted cow. And he goes, oh, that's more that's more Wisconsin than, than Miller. Let me go buy you one. So it's it's a good beer. And New Glarus, I mean, New Glarus yeah. makes great beer. So yeah, um, yeah and I, I agree yeah. with you. I think flattery is the uh, is the ultimate compliment or whatever it is, imitation yeah. or whatever you said. I, I can't remember. Highest form, highest form of flattery. Imitation is the highest form of flattery. Yeah. So, um, well, you did so, a good job. Yeah. How do you feel about well, the thanks. Giants? <laughs> I got nothing. Against the All right, good. So you and I Packers, can still be so friends. <laughs> the only reason, I mean, listen. The only reason he has something against the Packers is because he's a Chicago fan, and, and they're they're huge rivals. We lose, we lose all the time too. Well, I don't know, man. Based on the based on the way they played this weekend, I, I think you, I think you're gonna. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. We're not, we're not. I can't believe we're four and one. I don't know how we're that good. We're not that good, actually. <laughs> great defense. Yeah. It is a great defense. defense. Wins games. Defense. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, one of the things that when I was when I was I mean I obviously I've, I've known you and I've I've covered your brand for quite some time now but like one of the things when I was looking at this for the podcast like I feel like you've kind of really tapped into the soul of like of Jackson Hole with your restaurants with your with the with the brewery obviously and you've really managed to somehow not only accommodate locals but also the the visiting skiers and snowboarders how how did you how did you pull that off. Um, I don't know if I have yet, but I think, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Um, You're the best. I uh, I don't oh, know. I stumped I, I mean, him. It's I a stumped good, him. It's a good, I, no, it's a good question. I, 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 I actually, you know, I'm just sort of pontificating in my head. Well, I mean, like, like I said, you I'm have. Start, I'm starting to think. Yeah. You, you really, you. I mean, you have the staples down. Like you have, you have the craft brewery. You have, you have a bar. You still have the barbecue place, right? Like, is is it still barbecue? So, so, no, no. So that place now we moved that to the town square. So we just built a brand oh, that, new. That's the Roadhouse Brew Pub, right? Where the Roadhouse Brew Pub is. Yeah. Right. So, so then we, you have the Italian place. Moved. You have the comfort food. I mean, you've got it all. Like yeah. so. So how did you? How were you able to tap into that? Uh, it was like the drinking and driving at twenty one when I first moved here. You know. So yeah. um, no, it, uh, it, it 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 jogged my brain. No, um, when I got here. Uh, you know, it's just like a, a, it's just like it was an empty, it was a really amazing sort of blank canvas. First of all, you didn't have all these things that were going on. You only had um, people, r- really rarely people uh, flying into Jackson. There was two little puddle jumpers that were coming in here from uh, from Salt Lake and, and United. And, you know, you brought your barf bag with you. And, uh, <laughs> oh, man. And, and so you were not, you know, we did not have, oh we didn't have this like traveler that is, that wanted to, that, that it was just like, you know, we had this, you know, it was an awesome local culture. It was pretty rad. Uh, but we didn't have all these people coming from, you know, Jersey or Wisconsin or Green Bay, which sorry, no, or, <laughs> you know, LA. Go Granite Peak. Chicago. And, uh, and so, you know, there was, uh, you know, there was a couple things that were going on here, but we lived this very sort of um, mountain life culture um, for years, and um, and it was by itself. Yes, there was a couple of restaurants and bars and all the above, but it really wasn't 
um, processed of like, that wasn't really part of, you know, why you came here. You didn't really care. You came here to ski, hit the mountain hard, go to the mangy moose for a beer, go out to the, go out to Grand Teton National Park or go to Yellowstone and go camp and do all those things. Now, all that changed, obviously, in the last 25 years and uh, new, a ton of flights coming in and a ton of people looking to remote work, uh, build offices here and build businesses such as myself when I failed at my ski bump thing. Uh, and, and, uh, and so there was an amazing opportunity to provide, whether it was like an Italian Osteria or a French Bistro or a brew pub or because there was nothing other than the OG Snake River, like we talked about, there was none of these things that sort of are in these sort of um, middle tier towns or cities that, you know, people are used to now that if they're coming here. So I think, you know, as you had these more flights that were coming in and as they expanded and as Jackson became on the map, people wanted to go outside and do all these awesome things and feel all this nature. But they, at the end of the day, they did want like a nice bed to sleep in eventually. And they wanted to eat and drink well. And so, and, you know, we just, we just didn't have a lot. I mean, and so everything we have done or I have done has been basically, how do we add to the town? That is something that I would want to like do if I went somewhere else. Right. right. (laughs) I would think, you know, I want to eat or drink or, I go to a brew pub one night. I want to go eat, you know, fresh pasta or pizza. Or I want to go, you know, have a, you know, have some oysters and a burger at a bar. Like, you know, those are all, all, all these things were done with sort of helping to grow this town in mind. And then that's the truth that it really is. Cause I knew that, you know, all the tourists that were coming here essentially were, you know, they, they would, they'd be psyched, you know, for sure. But all of it was done with like, how do we add to, you know, this, the, the soul and the local flavor. Um, Cause those are our best, marketers anyway so right i think i think that you know and i I have not been there and you can definitely comment to this but like i I think jackson hole doesn't like people don't think of jackson hole as a food and beverage type rest uh destination like it's not a foodie destination but but i think what people are failing to realize is that it is kind of more cosmopolitan has become that over the last like you know couple decades and uh obviously if you you have several locations there so you've you've been a a huge part of that yeah no i think that it's I, not to not to um, say anything about other ski towns because I love them all, but um, but definitely we were in competition uh, to get somebody like yourself that's thinking about coming from Jersey with your family or with your wife or with your friends, et cetera, to go to a place, you know, and you, you're like, oh, that's cool. You know, the mountain was awesome, but hey, you know, the food kind of sucked in the town. And, you know, and I think we had, we had that reputation for a little while we did in Jackson. And so it was like, how do we be, get on the map where all these other amenities, such as like the park cities or Aspens or Vales or you know, not, not those are the kind of first sort of growing of those cosmopolitan things. I would say some Valley is another one as well. Yeah. But how do you still keep, how do you still keep the soul? You know, we have a, we're, we're you know, what's cool about Jackson is it's a, it's a community and that's what kept me here. You know, whatever, I know we're off top topic here, but like the, the, the just, it's I don't think you're community. ever off topic, Opry Ski. Yeah, oh, just... oh, sorry. yeah, I know. Well, we still got one more to go. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah. So, um, you know, it's a community and it's not like a, um, it isn't a, not to knock other awesome ski resorts, but it isn't an exit off of, a highway and you're right. pulling into a, a village, which 
has its own charm, which is awesome. Believe me, we all love that. But um, but there, it is a community. It's a town. Um, and so there's something about that that I think when you come here and you feel and you live that, that you're like, oh, wow, um, there's something so authentic mm-hmm. and really cool when you're a part of that, whether you're living here or you're coming for a week, et cetera. And you do ultimately feel that, you, that you feel part of this um, amazing community. And then obviously the Tetons usually don't disappoint. So right. uh, they, <laughs> it's a really they, struggle they, to know. look at those. I know. Yeah. So they, they help um, obviously, but, um, but that, that's the difference. Um, and so I think that people started to realize that for sure. And, um, you know, we have the most direct flights now from any metropolitan city of any Rocky mountain. I think there's like 14 now. They just added San Diego, San Jose, Seattle going on this winter. You know, they got like Minneapolis, San Francisco, New York, you know, Chicago, Dallas, Houston, like, and so they, you know, it's just like you, you're getting, uh, the consumer, I can see you drinking their house. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, you're getting the consumer, uh, that is like, yeah, they're like, awesome, man. I get out, the, I get out and get out and have a blast out in environment and in nature. And that just fed my soul. And now I'm like, all right, I'm ready to get restored with some good food and drink. Um, and so, you know, Jackson's done a great, the mountain resort's done a great job of sort of, you know, getting some more amenities out there that it would attract some families because they had a hard time. So I think people were like, I think they made some big changes in recent years to attract more families. Yeah. I think people were like, Oh, I can't bring my family there. My kids can't ski or my, you know, my husband's not good. My wife's not good. My friends aren't good. And it sort of kept people away, but there's plenty of intermediate stuff going on. And there's plenty of amenities now at the base of the hill where, Hey, listen, you can go and drink a loose boots and hang out at the bottom and, uh, right. Take a run or two. And then, yeah. Yeah. Operate all day, baby. (laughs) Operate all day, operate <laughs> all day. So, um, so yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I answered your question. I, I, uh, I've had a couple, couple of beers. So, <laughs> know, just, yeah. we have too. So we don't know if yeah. you answered it either. Yeah. What was <laughs> the question? Got off, <laughs> got off topic. Yeah. yeah. What was Who are you again? I was told there was. I was told there's no back. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. So how often do you get out on the slopes? Yeah. Oh man. Uh, not as much. I told you my goal is to be a ski bum again. All I've right. been um, building a bunch of businesses and not as much as I'd like to. But I, this is my year. So um, I'm hoping this is uh, this is a good year. For nothing me. says kids, nothing says ski bum I, like COVID. <laughs> yeah, nothing says ski bum like COVID. Yeah, my 11-year-old, he like he rips and he loves it. And uh, and he was bummed I didn't get out with him enough last winter. So Nice. Yeah, you got to make it so up I'm, to him this winter. I will. Good. I know. I think, uh, and they're like, sounds like they're, I don't know, Jackson's trying to figure out how to manage all the COVID stuff too. They don't have the technology being that we're behind the times. Jackson Hole Mount Resort, I don't think has the technology like Vail to do all the reservations and stuff like that. So they will be, but they will cap, uh, you gotta, they'll be like, they will cap the amount of people on the hill for the day. So, right. uh, yeah, it's such a day to day change well. too though. Yeah. You know yeah, who knows? with the regulations and just the way things roll. Gotta stay nimble. Gotta stay loose. That's boots. Boots. <laughs> Sorry, I cried. I'll had see to. myself we, out. We had to. <laughs> you had to. I'll see myself you guys, out. <laughs> you've done well. Oh, man. You guys did well. It was good. Um so we have tequila now? Is that what's going on? Yeah, that's next, right? <laughs> yeah. For these you, wild do mushrooms. You distill, do you distill as well? Do you distill tequila? Is that where, is that where we go? Right, I know. 
Uh, you just part. Uh, he right. just partnered seltzer. with Clooney. Yeah, tequila and a taqueria. Oh, That's please don't make. Next. Please don't make seltzer. Please. No. Good. Please. What do you guys think about that whole thing? Uh, mm-hmm. Everything was great until people started drinking that seltzer crap. I'm not a big fan. Uh, what, what are you? What are you opening? I'm opening a Wilson. Oh, hold on. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, this may be may seem obvious as we're pouring the Wilson. It's a Mountain IPA. It's referred to as correct. Yeah. So I guess. Um, Speaking of mountain IPAs, do you have a favorite mountain? It might be stating the obvious here. To ski? Yeah. Yeah. What are you, what are you, I haven't left. All right. Just figure. Yeah. I mean, I just, yeah. yeah. yeah I you just know. had yeah. to put it in I for evidence. Left. Yeah. You just I had have, to submit it for left. evidence. Yeah. There's, you know, I, sometimes people are like, hey, you want to go, you know, afterwards? Cheers. 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 Uh, yeah. This beer, this beer is awesome. Ooh. Uh, That's good, too. They're all so good, so smooth, and yeah, again, approachable. Yeah, yeah. So that, that when the IPA kind of we made, um, we really didn't want to be pigeonholed into being too too bitter, like West Coast, East Coast at that point. Um, at one point, we were like saying it was like more of a West Coast IPA because those were like back about five six years ago. You know, they were getting away from the hoppier, bitter, bitter, more bitter kind of style in the West Coast. Um, but so we sort of said, okay, let's be our own. IPA, and we'll call it a mountain style IPA, which, um, again, is, you know, we're at about seven and a half percent alcohol on this one usually. Mm-hmm. Um, and so kind of mid range, not t- super, super high octane. Uh, but this is our, this is our flagship IPA. This is the artist formerly known as Rhombus. I was going to um, say, it just looked at the can. It has Rhombus on it, which I like, I thought that was, you know, geometry was or some name, crap. That was the name of the beer to start. Uh, and then we got, um, somebody had that. Um, when we went to Cannes. How drunk was everybody when they came up with that name? <laughs> they were listening to fish. Let's call it rhombus. I got a great idea. Yeah. That's a little um, more abstract than cream and sugar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Wilson's the town. Wilson's like the town in sort of like there's Teton Village, Jackson, and Wilson. So Wilson is like, you know, not that we could have a suburb of a tiny little mountain town, but Wilson is a town that was like of 212 people. Um, that's like five minutes from Jackson, essentially. So uh, that is sits at the base of Teton Pass, um, where a lot of people go backcountry skiing. Um, so um, and there's a bar there called the Stagecoach Bar, uh, which is an iconic sort of Jackson Hole uh, bar uh, where every Sunday night for the last 45 years, um, the same band has played there. Um, and so we wanted everybody Sounds like to go my kind of place. And, mm-hmm. and yeah. Yep. It is actually, it's awesome. You would love it. So, um, and there's an outdoor area where your girls can go eat and, and you can go get a drink. My, my daughters are not yeah. unfamiliar with bars or breweries. They are, they've been, they're they've getting been, an education. Yeah. They're yeah. familiar with cousins at Mount Snow. And, oh yeah. You know, they know the app racing. Yeah. So. so what, I mean, what I'm, I'm drinking this and it's, again, it's got like a, a little bit of a lighter, a lighter mouthfeel, but it, yeah. it it has a little bit of a piney taste to it, right at the end there. Exactly. Yep. No, and we're trying to go for kind of like that citrus tropical sort right. of pine Malibu. Right. A little sweetness up front, piney yep. at the end. It it does yep. have more of a, a little bit of a West Coast, more of a West Coast feel than definitely that New England it's IPA total, hot bomb kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. West Coast. It used to have the label as a West Coast IPA. Yeah. So we this this changed a couple of years ago to Mountain Style. So it was like a West Coast style IPA. Uh, that's the basis of it. Um, this is, you know, kind of our, our, our still our number one selling beer. Now there's a beer called Walrus, which you actually do have that there. We do have that. Cuckoo, cuckoo, chew. Mrs. Robinson. 
Mrs. Robinson. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, this is, what time does this happen? I, I don't even, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. We're shocked. I think it's time. It is so time. Are it's you ready time. for some hot tub talk? His eyes lit up right there. Hot tub talk, Gavin. All good opera ski ends in a hot tub. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, it surely does. I didn't. I wasn't briefed on this. Well, that's that's the point. Yeah. Oh. So perfect. it is a rapid fire well, series of questions, a verbal ink right. blot test, if you will. Whatever pops okay. into your mind, just spit it out. Ready? Okay. Go. Here we go. If you could choose one drink to enjoy for the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh, Reposado tequila. Wow. Right. Any spe- any specific brand, or do you not want to you don't want to let that loose? He's just shaking. Not his head. Loose. All right. No all right. loose boots. No loose boots. <laughs> all Tight right. What boots. What is your favorite apres ski appetizer? Nachos, wings, or other? Uh, a and B together. I like them both. That's what but I'm yes, saying. That's what, yeah, like a yeah. buffalo chicken nacho. You need a little bit of the yeah. wing sauce together. on the side. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I like wings and nachos. Like is my favorite. You know, I own restaurants that serve yeah. fancy, <laughs> <laughs> but like I love. There's no, I, I'm, I, I love wings. And there, there's nothing better, right? Boom. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. As I, I told you, I'm a ski bum. Yeah. Dig it. Well, to that point, ski bum, number of shot skis you've taken in your life. Give me a roundabout oh. number. <laughs> oh, he's like genuinely stressed. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Are my kids going to hear this? Uh, a lot. Fucking lot. <laughs> 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 Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> we go. Uh, I don't know. I mean, a thousand. Wow, that's the highest number we've had on the show so wow. far. Yeah, that, that even beats my number. Probably. Yeah, we used to do shakis every multiples every day. The first couple of years I lived here, and I used to <laughs> ski fifty to sixty days a year. So I guess, and now is not as much. And then we have a shakki. I have a place called Bodega at the base of the mountain. And we actually have a shop key in one of my places now. Wow. So um, you had so some yeah, math sorry. behind that. Yeah. You calculated that. There's a, there's a, there's, this is a regular occurrence for you. Impressive. <laughs> we, have a, we have a, we have a bar at the base of the hill when you come here where you can buy, there's a, it's called the karma board. And so you can buy a shot key. So like if I say I can pay at my place, the bodega, it's got a little bar there. I can pay for you guys to come in. And I'll be like, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, got rich, gonna coming from Green Bay or Jersey, you know, <laughs> give him a shot of Fireball, <laughs> something say, gross. From, from from Gavin to Rich Shotsky, and so when you walk in, you're like, and I'll be like, hey, I bought you a Shotsky, and it, it could stay up there for a year on this karma board. Oh, and that's then awesome. You come in and you're like, and there's a Shotsky. So it's like a pay it forward kind of thing. It's a total pay it forward, and then next time you send it to Hallie, too. So. That's awesome. Perfect. Fantastic. Yeah. All right, so which do you prefer, Opry Ski? A warm fire and a good book, or good tunes and fun games? Uh, good tunes, fun games. All right. Any particular game you like the most? Uh, if I'm Opry Ski, we like to play. We like to play sort of bags. Oh, cornhole! All right, yeah. oh, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, we play that regularly in my, in my yard. Yeah. Yep. All I right. Could, I dig that one. All right. Last question: What's your favorite yeah. ski-themed movie? Sorry. Uh, I love the sigh so, of stress. Just total stress. Um, I guess John Cusack. I want my $2. Yeah. Better off dead, right? 
I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah. my favorite. That well, was the, in the original in the I opening episode. Yeah. yeah, I want my two dollars. Yeah, so that, I think that's Cusack when he goes down with the one ski at the yeah, end. Yeah, skiing you know, on one ski. <laughs> and skiing on one ski. So I guess my brother and I used to watch that all the time, um, you know, and I didn't realize that those guys were probably stoned the whole time. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, they might still <laughs> yeah. be stoned. Fantastic. Um, but, yeah, I would say that. I mean, there's cool ski movies now that are like, you know, kind of ski porn movies, but like not um, like right. movies like that. The classics. Yeah, that's what you were saying. Well, we need a couple... We need a couple yeah. of new age classics to come out, yeah. you know. There's been some more movies that have come out recently. I, I almost watched something that someone said was awful. Was uh, it the Will Ferrell movie? Like, yeah, yeah. Did, With Julia well, Louis. Yeah. It was It was not yeah. good. I mean, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't funny, which I thought it, it was good. going to be because of the two actors right. <laughs> headlining. I know. Will Ferrell know, and Elaine from Seinfeld. Yeah, it should be. It shouldn't be a serious movie. How are we going to have like no laughs the whole time? It's bad. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> well, listen. Thank you again for for uh, joining us today. We really appreciate it. Cool. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. We'll see you thank soon. Thank you guys. Uh, that was a that was a really really good fun conversation that we had with Kevin Fine from obviously the Fine Dining Restaurant Group out of Jackson and also uh, Roadhouse Brewing which we sampled plenty of beers from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a table full of empty beer cans. But he was great. What cool energy! Like just a really good vision for everything that he's working on and and kind of just organically all of these different businesses just sprouted around him. And I think those are the ones that always work out the best. Because yeah. I found it like, I found it kind of amusing that he was like, he went out to Jackson hole from, from Chicago and he went out to Jackson hole to be a ski bum. And he's, he's disappointed that he's not a ski bum anymore, but he has this amazing restaurant group that he's, I mean, he's re- literally kind of almost rewritten. I'm trying to think of like the way Jackson hole is perceived in terms of food and beverage. Right. Because like, right. Because like Jackson Hole, people don't think of Jackson Hole as this kind of foodie destination. But 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 I mean, with six loca- six restaurant slash brew pubs, plus a few other a uh, few other locations where they serve ice cream and sausage. Yep. Um, <laughs> I mean, what's a better combination than that? You know, he's he's kind of like I said, he's 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 made. You know, the fine dining group has really kind of revolutionized Jackson Hole. I think they're doing a great job. And and obviously every beer that we had was was approachable, drinkable, and, and very tasty. Oh, 100%. Each one of these had its own flavor to it and its its own personality, but they were all very approachable, very drinkable, very smooth. Yeah, and I love the fact that that uh, he's a Midwestern guy, so they, they uh, <laughs> I mean... They, I got an education today. Yeah, that they, they actually Jenny's. patterned a lot of, of, of their stuff off of, of Midwestern beers, which is, like, really fascinating to me. But, I mean, the, the fact that he knew what Ham's beer was, like, blew my mind. I still don't. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm over here. What's oh, a Jenny man. and a Ham? Yeah. They sound like they were prom king and queen. They were. They were, back in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway, we are on the socials. We're social, and we feel like you should be, too. Mm-hmm. I am at All About Opera, and you can pretty much find me on all of them. And you can follow me at The Snow Report. And remember, follow us both at Beyond the Opera. Guys, we're so excited that you're enjoying the show. Thank you so much for listening and for all of your feedback. And don't forget to leave us a nice review. Nice. Wherever the hell you read. At least four. Yeah. To five stars. 
Right. right. Yeah. Don't leave us like the two and a half stars like Listen, they do on the. You uh, miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, so I have to ask. And by shots, she means shotskis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thousands, thousands of shots thousands. he took. Yeah, thousands. Of, I, I, I didn't even. Oh my god! Like he, he actually leaned back in his chair. Yeah. Leaned back. Did some math. And he yeah, and then came up with a thousand plus. My Not goodness. all heroes wear capes. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll catch you in the next episode. Well, till then, cheers. Cheers. Cheers.